On today's episode of Daily Red, we pick up where we've left off in our series through the Gospel according to John. So far in the Gospel of John, Jesus has been in the process of flipping the script, changing the paradigm, and turning things upside down for the people of God, recentering God's story around himself. The way that many have understood important aspects of their faith, like the Sabbath law, has driven them into bonds of restriction and judgment, rather than releasing them to flourish with rest and order, so much so that some are willing to break God's commandments against murder in order to maintain their boundaries that have defined their belonging and identity. It is a misunderstanding at best, hypocrisy, and evil at worst. The discussion at the Feast of Tabernacles continues in this passage, so let's listen now to John chapter 7, verses 25 through 36 from the New International Version. Before you listen to the passage, take a moment and ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you. At that point, some of the people of Jerusalem began to ask, Isn't this the man they are trying to kill? Here he is, speaking publicly, and they are not saying a word to him. Have the authorities really concluded that he is the Messiah? But we know where this man is from. When the Messiah comes, no one will know where he is from. Then Jesus, still teaching in the temple courts, cried out, Yes, you know me, and you know where I am from. I am not here on my own authority, but he who sent me is true. You do not know him, but I know him, because I am from him, and he sent me. At this they tried to seize him, but no one laid a hand on him, because his hour had not yet come. Still many in the crowd believed in him. They said, When the Messiah comes, will he perform more signs than this man? The Pharisees heard the crowd whispering such things about him, and the chief priests and the Pharisees sent temple guards to arrest him. Jesus said, I am with you for only a short time, and then I am going to the one who sent me. You will look for me, but you will not find me, and where I am, you cannot come. The Jews said to one another, Where does this man intend to go that we cannot find him? Will he go where our people are, live scattered among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? What did he mean when he said, You will look for me, but you will not find me, and where I am, you cannot come? As you listen to the passage again, take note of the questions that come up for you. At that point, some of the people of Jerusalem began to ask, Isn't this the man they are trying to kill? Here he is, speaking publicly, and they are not saying a word to him. Have the authorities really concluded that he is the Messiah? But we know where this man is from. When the Messiah comes, no one will know where he is from. 
Then Jesus, still teaching in the temple courts, cried out, Yes, you know me, and you know where I am from. I am not here on my own authority, but he who sent me is true. You do not know him, but I know him, because I am from him, and he sent me. At this they tried to seize him, but no one laid a hand on him, because his hour had not yet come. Still many in the crowd believed in him. They said, When the Messiah comes, will he perform more signs than this man? The Pharisees heard the crowd whispering such things about him. Then the chief priests and the Pharisees sent temple guards to arrest him. Jesus said, I am with you for only a short time, and then I am going to the one who sent me. You will look for me, but you will not find me. And where I am, you cannot come. The Jews said to one another, Where does this man intend to go that we cannot find him? Will he go where our people are, live scattered among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? What did he mean when he said, You will look for me, but you will not find me? And where I am, you cannot come. This is the word of the Lord. What word or phrase stood out to you in this passage? And how might the Spirit be inviting you to respond? Many Jews assumed that Messiah would appear mysteriously, that no one would know where he was from. They're skeptical about Jesus because he's almost too human for them. What does the humanity of Jesus say about the values of Yahweh? Having heard Jesus' teaching and having seen his miracles, many in the crowd believed in him. What words and signs have you experienced from the Lord in your life? Sit quietly and ask him to remind you of the ways he's met you. Today, in thankfulness, may you be filled with the Spirit of the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
Thanks for listening to another episode of Daily Red. Hey, everyone. As we've been making this podcast, we've been curious to know how people use it. Maybe you listen on the way to work or while you're brushing your teeth or before you go to bed, whatever it is. We would love to hear from you. So there's a link in the show notes that will allow you to send us a short voicemail. We would love it if some of you dropped in there and left us a 10 to 15 second explanation of when you use the podcast and what you like about it. Daily Red is a podcast designed to bring you God's word, read aloud with space to reflect and pray. Today's episode was read by Ashley Crutcher. Our podcast manager is Valerie, and I'm your host, Clayton. Take care.